0: welcome back to another episode of learn american english with this guy i know there are a lot of english learning podcasts out there and it means so much that you chose to listen to this one if i could ask a favor from you please leave a rating and a review it really helps other people find the channel once again thank you so much StreamYard is telling me it's time to go live. So I stream with something called StreamYard, and they said, hey, you got to go. It's showtime. So welcome, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. Looks like we have a couple people joining us here live. If you're listening to the podcast, welcome. Hope everyone's doing well. If you're watching live or on replay, do you mind hitting that like button? It really helps. YouTube got rid of the dislike button. So all of the likes are really important now. But it looks like Dennis is here. Dennis, how are you? Says he is from the Netherlands. He says snow is always nice. Dennis, I have a bone to pick with you. You can say that in English when you disagree with somebody. Hey, I have a bone to pick with you. Like they did something you didn't like. Dennis, I have a bone to pick with you. Snow is not always nice. Let me give you a glimpse right here of what is going on outside my door. I recorded a little five-second video just to prove that it's snowing. Watch this. It's snowing. This is out my front door. You hear it? There was a little wind in the background. It's... Not a lot of snow yet, just a little bit, but enough to make my school get canceled. Hope Ario is doing well. Looks like Indonesia is in the house this morning. Welcome. Constantine is here. How are you? Audie? What's going on? Now, Audie says, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to see a big storm that you can't go to your school, but um he's happy to learn with me live yeah don't worry I I didn't want to work today anyways I didn't want to work at my school I would rather be here with all of you and teaching all of you English but I have to make that day up so today is a snow day no school but in June when I was supposed to get out of school I will have to go one day extra to make up for this day. English phrasal verbs, English phrasal verbs. Well, hope everyone is doing well. (laughs) Hey, shout out to one of my students, Austin Boykin. Hope you're enjoying the snow day. Nice to see you in here, man. All right, so today's lesson, what we are going to do is I am going to read an English article from a news source called NBC I will put it up on the screen I will have a couple little banners for you like if something is really difficult I'll be able to put up something like wintry wintry means an adjective and adjectives describe things and I'll put in other examples of things you can say so that's what we're going to do today Let me pull up this article here. Boom. There it is. And I think one of the best ways to learn English is for you to see the text and for you to have it read to you. Now, if you are really, really advanced, you might be able to read this article on your own. But there are some difficult words here. And we're going to learn a little geography of the United States. We're going to learn um, what other words like disrupt and wintry and halt and numerous and determine. So, if you know all of those words, you may just want to stop watching. You may just say, My English is so good. But if you don't know some of those words, you might want to stick around. You might want to stick around. Freddie Wolf is here. Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, and he's from France. And he's saying just enough snow to cover the ground. Yeah. Winter is far from over, though. There are still many chances to have snow. Hey, I am enthusiastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good to see you here. Let's get into that article. Wait. Before we get into that article, hey, if you don't mind, just put in, hey, I'm curious, which country are you from? If you could put that in the chat, it helps us get to know each other a little bit better. I know France is in the house, Indonesia's in the house, I think Russia's in the house, the United States is in the house. If you wouldn't mind, just, just drop that in there. Hey, I know some people here though. Sita is from Brazil, she can't watch right now. Maybe you can watch on replay. Maybe you can watch. Hey, Ron, thanks for becoming a channel member. I do appreciate it. It looks like Russia. Welcome. All right, let's get into that article here. Boom. First little paragraph. First little paragraph. It has been a wintry and in some cases crippling first week of 2022 for the Mid-Atlantic and Northeast. And it's not over yet. So in that sentence, I think "wintry" could give you trouble. I think "crippling" could give you trouble. And maybe you don't know what the Mid Atlantic is in the United States. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we talk about that? Hey, good to see Turkey is in the house. Welcome. Oh man, a super sticker. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. A little something for you. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, it means so much. It really helps the channel. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, let's talk a little bit about what wintry is. What wintry is. As I said before, you know, you probably know what winter means. You can actually use wintry as an adjective. And remember, adjectives describe things. It gives a better understanding of things. So you could say wintry weather. And that is the most common way to say it. Wintry weather. But we don't say wintry clothes. Clothes. Hard word to say in English, right? We would just say winter clothes so winter clothes are things that are a little thicker a little heavier to keep you warm we have summer clothes we have fall clothes I know I talked about fall clothes in um, the fall video that I did a little while back if you would like to practice some shadowing well here's a sentence and if you don't know what shadowing is It means when a native speaker says a word or a sentence and you repeat after, or you try to say it along with the speaker. It's up to you. And of course, you can pause this and rewind and practice as many times as you want, but there are a couple W sounds in the sentence, and it could be a little tough. So here we go. We are having some wintry weather today. We are having some wintry weather today. And that's true. That's true. In case you're just joining us, I do have a a look right outside of my window. That's what it looks like. That is some wintry weather back to the article oh wait 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 can't move on to the next paragraph though we haven't talked about crippling yet crippling let's talk about that right now just in case it's new for you crippling makes it hard to move you might have crippling pain so if you are in pain so badly that you can't walk That would be crippling pain. Today, the wintry weather is making traveling crippling. So in your car, if you wanted to drive right now, it might be a little tough. It might slow you down. So anything that makes it difficult for you to move, you can describe it as crippling, crippling pain, crippling pain. Now, I live in New England, and that is in the northeastern part of the United States. But let's take a look at what Mid-Atlantic means, because the article said Mid-Atlantic. So if we want to take a look at the map right here, the Mid-Atlantic states, those are highlighted in the colors red and pink. That's what we would call the mid-Atlantic. So maybe you have heard of the Atlantic Ocean. It basically means the side of the country that has the Atlantic Ocean and it's the middle part. Those are the mid-Atlantic states. The states that are up in that corner, I don't think I can move my cursor, but they are in the top right-hand corner that's where i live that's the state of maine and we call that new england new england so hopefully that helps for mid-atlantic and if you're listening on the podcast i'm sorry you don't see that map there hey mary's here welcome mary oh look at this see now mary has been studying english for a long time she's from iran And she watches my videos two times the speed because she is so good and I speak so slowly for her. And there's a little, it's at the bottom of the screen. You can't do it now, but when this lesson is on replay, you can do it. And if I am speaking too quickly for you, you can slow me down a little bit. Good to see you here, Mary. All right, back to the article. If I can pull it up. Boom, there it is. So we're on the second paragraph. (coughs) Excuse me. Hang on just a second. If you saw my lesson this week, I was a little sick at the beginning of the week. I think it's getting better now, though. Sometimes I have the occasional cough, a cough every so often. Next paragraph right here. On Monday, the mid Atlantic saw its biggest snowstorm in three years, dropping more than a foot of snow in some spots and stranding drivers on I-95 in Virginia for more than 24 hours. So if you're not sure about feet, because here in the United States, we use feet. Six inches is about 15 centimeters. So a foot is about 30 centimeters. So the mid-Atlantic got about 30 centimeters of snow. The other thing that might give you trouble is stranding. Stranding right here stranding it means you can't move we talk about this often with travel and because so many flights were canceled during the holidays you had some stranded travelers that means they were stuck at an airport stranded drivers that means they were stuck on the road they couldn't move like it's worse than crippling Crippling means you can still move a little bit. It's not good, but you still might be able to move a little bit. If you are stranded, you're not going anywhere. Hopefully that helps. But if somebody is in bed with pain and they really can't walk, we would call that crippling pain. You could say they were stranded in bed, but it wouldn't make as much sense as if you were talking about Traveling. Travelers. Stranded. Stranded. Just checking the chat to see if I'm missing anything. Yulia, how are you? Looks like Meg is here. Welcome. Welcome. Manuel. Hey, again, thank you for becoming a channel member. But uh, Manuel lives in a very nice place. He was at the beach. I don't know if he's rubbing it in that he was at the beach while we are having a snowstorm. But uh if you were trying to rub it in, it works. So to rub something in, it means to make the feeling even worse. So I'm not really happy that we're having a snowstorm. And Manuel says, Hey, I just got back from the beach. Sunny weather. And if you're someone like me who doesn't like snow and doesn't like winter, it might hurt just a little bit more. But I'm actually happy for my friend. I'm glad that he can go to the beach. I just wish I could too. Hey, I'm the best teacher. Thank you. Thank you, Bams. Thank you. All right. Let's get back to the article. Make it bigger. Here we go. Stranded. Next paragraph, Washington picked up 6.9 inches of snow on Monday, which was not only a daily snowfall record, but the most since January 2019. It was also more snow than fell in the last two winters combined. So that word combined, it just means added to so all of the snow they had for the last two winters if you add it up they got more this past week than they did in the last two years combined added together next paragraph on wednesday morning it was the northeast and new england that experienced disruptive, wintry weather that brought travel to a halt. Wow, that's hard to say. Should I read that sentence again? You can practice shadowing it if you would like. You can practice reading along with me, but woo, it's a tough one. So I'm going to start at on Wednesday. Okay. On Wednesday morning, it was the Northeast in New England that experienced disruptive wintry weather that brought travel to a halt. You might be wondering, what's disruptive? Well, guess what? I have a couple examples here for you. Disruptive. It means it messes it up. It stops it in some way. A student can disrupt a class. Maybe the teacher is up there teaching Oh, this may have happened to me a couple times. I have an assignment. Maybe I'm teaching at the board. And there's a student in the back of the room talking. They're being disruptive. Snow can disrupt travel. So let's say you have to go to another city. And that city is an hour away when the weather is good. You can drive there in an hour. But if there's snow... The travel could be disrupted. Maybe it takes an hour and a half to get there now. Disrupted, that can be a verb, disrupted. Or disruptive can be an adjective. It can describe something like a student. You could say a disruptive student. That would be how you use it as an adjective. And look at the last one, covid has disrupted all of our lives for the past two years, Mm, right? It can't run smoothly anymore. If something runs smoothly, there are no problems. If something is disruptive or disrupted, there are problems. Now, another, another word here is halt. That sentence also had halt. Travel was brought to a halt. It's another way to say it was brought to a stop. Hope that helps. Now we're on to the next paragraph. No, we're not. Actually, we haven't finished this paragraph. It's highlighted when light freezing rain formed a glaze of ice on roadways during the morning rush hour, leading to numerous accidents and road Closures. So a road closure is when the road is closed. You can't even use the road. Numerous. Does anybody know what numerous means? Just let me know in the chat if you know what numerous means. Oh, okay. Jamie said that we're going to do a live lesson soon together. Yeah, we have been talking. Halt. Oh. Halt, the most famous word in World War II. Halt. Yeah, another way to say stop. But the question I was wondering oh, Mickey. Hey, thank you for your message, Mickey. I got a message from Mickey this week. I do appreciate it. It was nice to hear your voice. And that is correct. Mickey is correct. Numerous means a lot or many so nicely done mickey boom lots of lots of or is that korean is that korean many yes very nicely done very nicely done numerous so there were numerous accidents there were a lot there were many and the next one where are we at here Whoops. And now. And now. And now, Thursday and Friday, could feature yet another round of accumulating snowfall. Accumulating snowfall. Let me highlight that. Accumulating snowfall. Let me get that L right there. Accumulating snowfall. We actually have a... phrasal verb that we use for accumulating. Let me put that up right now. You might also hear pile up. So if something gets thicker, if something like we're talking with snow, like if this is the ground, if it's accumulating, it's getting more and more COVID cases, you might hear that in the news, COVID cases are accumulating, they're becoming more and more or they're beginning to pile up. That's a phrasal verb we use that means accumulating, accumulating. Got another phrasal verb here for you just a little bit. Look at this. Bams. build up. That's another way. Thank you, Austin. Nicely done, man. Nicely done. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Highlight this part. While it's too early to determine... Exact snow totals for securities, uh, sorry, for cities from Fredericksburg, Virginia, New York, or Boston, snow does appear likely, and the brunt of it may occur during Friday morning's rush hour. Okay. A lot to talk about that there. What about determined? Determined? Got it right here. Figure out. Yeah. I need to determine how I'm going to get to school. I actually don't because our school was canceled. But if the weather was bad and my car was not good, I might have to figure out, I might have to determine how I'm going to get to school. Could I Uber? Could I take a taxi? Could I walk? Hmm. When you have to figure out, determine. There was one other thing that I want to highlight too. And this is something um, you might not be aware of. This phrase here, the brunt of it. The brunt of it. It means the worst part of it. The brunt of it. We often use this with weather. Hurricanes. Those are storms that usually last a long time. Let's say this storm is going to last for five hours. But the brunt of it will only last for 15 minutes. That would be when the strongest winds would arrive, the brunt of it. Let's see. Maybe your boss. Do you have a boss at work? Maybe you're the boss. But let's pretend you have a boss at work. And there were three people who messed up on a project. There were three people. It was all their fault. But the boss singles you out and the boss is really mad maybe she calls you into her office and then she starts yelling wagging her finger but the other two they don't get in trouble you would receive the brunt of your boss's anger the most part of it the brunt hopefully that helps the brunt not an easy one not an easy one back to the article oh rush hour just wondering does anybody know what rush hour is rush hour i will wait um but big cities usually have two rush hours a day big cities smaller cities don't usually have rush hour what do you think hmm does appear it surely happens nice job manual hope the beach was nice numerous means a lot of no no not maybe yes a lot of yes very nice very nice adam to mount up is another way to say accumulating how about rush hour oh we wouldn't we wouldn't use this term maybe in the united states but yes it makes sense. Lots of traffic jams during rush hour. Lots of traffic jams. So when everybody is going to work, it's usually 9 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock in the evening. Yes, Alexander, they do cause traffic jams. Rush hours, you will often see traffic brought to a halt or crippling traffic during rush hour it just doesn't move as well so yeah busy times of the day for travel so boston is a city that's about a two-hour drive from me and whenever i go to boston i try to make sure i'm not on the road at 9 a.m or 5 p.m because that is rush hour lots of cars lined up on the road or in the road both prepositions work lots of cars lined up in the road lined up good phrasal verb right there hey for just a second i do want to thank the channel members for becoming channel members so just for a little bit let's go subscriber only i'm sorry channel member only just for like two or three minutes just to as a thank you for all the channel members. Thank you. It won't last too long, just a little bit. This next part, uh, we're not going to go into, but there was a time this week that if you were driving on I-95, we should talk about I-95. If you were driving on I-95 on January 5th, you could have been stuck there you could have experienced a traffic jam for 20 hours drivers were stranded on the road they could not move kind of crazy i would hate to be in that position and my first question is where do you go to the bathroom 20 hours you have to go to the bathroom in 20 hours Is it a bottle in your truck? I don't know. These woods, I'm sure, were used as a bathroom a couple times during those 20 hours. That's tough. That's tough. All right, moving on. On Thursday, now this was written a couple days ago, so this already happened. On Thursday, the storm system will develop and mature across the midsection of the country, bringing rain and storms to the Southeast and Carolinas, and light snow to portions of Ohio and Tennessee valleys. I forgot the "the" there, uh, but I was looking at this portions. Portions. It means part. Means part. So you might have a portion of the cake. We normally call it a piece of cake, but a portion. Maybe you mm, will carve out, there's a phrasal verb, maybe you will carve out a portion of your day for exercising. So you just get a little bit of time during your day and you make that only for exercising. You carve out a little piece of your day for exercising, a little portion of your day for exercising. Yeah, what what happens, Mickey? Huh? Get stuck in the middle of the road. I think you I think you'd have to go into the woods, use the bathroom. No no. It's not good. Not good at all. All right, next paragraph, and then after this paragraph, we'll get everybody back in to the chat. By Thursday night, snow will spread across the Appalachian Mountains and into the mid-Atlantic and interior northeast, bringing the chance for snow to places like Charleston, West Virginia, Roanoke, Virginia, and Fredericksburg, Virginia, north to Washington and Baltimore. Interior this means the inside part inside part like the middle part okay so if you are talking about the country see anybody you can come in if you're talking about the country and let me bring up my map again of the country so mid-atlantic it's, it's the middle But if you go to the interior of the country, maybe the state of Texas, it's that big one in the middle. You might say that's the interior. California, if you know where California is, that's the exterior. That's the outside of the country. So interior means the inside, exterior means the outside, let's take our bodies for a second your skin is on the exterior of your body your skin it's on the outside of your body your heart it's on the interior of your body it's in the interior interior in the interior of your body let's get rid of that map get back to the article oh i bet hey Audi, our friend from Thailand, says, Bangkok, the capital of Thailand, it's one of the worst traffic jams in the world. I bet. I bet. Not fun. Not fun. Next paragraph. Whoa, there's a lot here. My goodness. This is a hard article, I know, too. I know it's a hard article. Let's make this a little bigger. By Friday sunrise, snow is forecasted they have a typo there snow is forecasted to be ending in washington but could still be going on in philadelphia new york boston leading to the potential for a dangerous morning commute let's take a look at potential it could happen potential It might happen. It could happen. So when you're looking into the future, you could say, "Mm, there's a potential for it to snow tomorrow. There's a chance. It could happen. The child, the child has potential to be an amazing adult. So we don't know. It hasn't happened yet, but hopefully it will. Now, I'm going to use potential as an adverb. Adverbs, they give more information for verbs. That's what adverbs do. And in English, we usually add an ly to adverbs, but not always. That's the way in English. But there are rules, and then we break the rules. The wintry weather might potentially... Cancel our plans. So, Jamie and I, my wife, she is in the chat, I think. She is. She is. She's still in the chat. So, we have plans tonight to go out to eat at a restaurant, but our plans could potentially be canceled. Like, there is a chance that we can't go because of the weather. But to be honest, the weather is supposed to stop this afternoon so and when i say weather i mean snow but sometimes when you know that the snow is going to be bad like you can just say yeah the weather the weather might you can use it for rain too yeah the re- the weather yeah it might cancel our plans so if you're having a picnic in the summer or if you're going to the beach like manuel is yeah the weather could potentially Cancel your plans. Maybe there'll be a, a big rainstorm. Hope that helps. Look at this, Shakam. Yeah, live up to your potential. Very common English sp- uh, saying there. Nice job, Alexandra. How are you? Um, Freddie Wolf has a question about interior instead of inside. So interior is often used as an adjective like you could talk about a house i'm gonna go inside the house okay that's fine but we have something called interior walls interior walls those are the walls that are inside your house they don't they don't they don't touch the outside at all so can I can I move this here? I'll show you uh an exterior wall cuz it has a window. That's an exterior wall. But over here that's an interior wall. It doesn't on the other side of the interior wall is another room. I hope that helps. Hope that helps. Interior. Um inside. The inside. So I think and again with English We can always break the rules, but I think inside would be a noun. I'm going to the inside. It's a place, the inside. Interior can be used as an adjective. If you want to use inside as an adjective, I think you have to add the preposition of. So you could say the inside of my body hurts. i don't think people would say this but it hurts somewhere on the interior of my body we use inside of way more than interior i hope that helps freddie hope that helps freddie mickey my brother my sister-in-law got married had their honeymoon in lake tahoe in march oh very nice oh yes turns out the road had been closed for snow that does happen in um, Lake Tahoe, I think, is in Nevada. And they do have um, these mountains called the Sierra Madres. My brother was telling us a story last week during the holidays about those mountains. And he said they had like 190 inches of snow in one snowstorm. I don't know how many centimeters that is, but it is a crazy amount. Yeah, we do tend, many Americans tend to watch the weather forecast. You just never know. Do I need to bring a raincoat? Do I need to bring an umbrella? Are my plans going to be halted because of the weather? Yeah. Uh, Canada, I know the weather can change rather quickly. You know, but I guess where when you live on the beach, it's almost always sunny, right? Almost always sunny. Mm, Chakam is wondering how reliable is the weather forecast in the United States? It is usually wrong. We do have a joke about meteorologists. Meteorologists are people who predict the weather. They tell us what the weather is going to be like. And meteorologists are wrong like 50% of the time they're wrong half the time half the time hey um art how are you we're talking about a article an article here about wintry weather wintry weather how do you pronounce oh okay the first one confidence confidence that means you believe in yourself confidence i have confidence and conference that is where people meet up to discuss business probably conference so confidence versus conference hope that helps yeah hey ario this is tough stuff don't feel bad no way don't feel bad this is tough that's why we're going over this slowly and you can watch this a couple times if you need to or maybe watch it next year when your English is even better. Hey, Freddie Wolf, thanks for all the amazing work you do. Hey, that means a lot. I a little something here for you. Let me find it. It's right here. Thank you, Freddie Wolf from France for the super chat. Oh, hey, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, it means a lot. Thank you very much. Hey, I love doing this. I love doing this. So, you know, I would probably do it for free but those extra super chats or the channel memberships it does help subscribing to the channel it helps every time you watch a lesson there's a chance you see an ad helps me out a little bit let me hydrate for a second Ah, a lot of talking it does hurt the throat a little bit not too much though I'm used to talking for many hours a day when I treat, when I teach. All right. Mega has to go. See you, mega. I think we're almost done here, right? We just have maybe a couple more paragraphs here. So let me bring up the article here and we can keep reading. It will be a fast moving storm system. So all snow Will be off the coast of New England by Friday afternoon. And what that means is that the coast is where the ocean and the land meet. And by Friday afternoon, all of the snow should be in the ocean. So we don't have to worry about it here on land. Next paragraph snow totals along the track of the storm are forecast to be. Generally, two to four inches, including along the portion of the I-95 corridor. I want to talk a little bit about that. I-95 corridor. There are some very famous roads in the United States. I-95 is one of them. So if you were to travel on I-95, you could start in Maine. Where I live, the top of the country, travel all the way down to Florida on Interstate 95. On I-95, you would go through or very near to cities like Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. So it's a very busy highway in the United States. They really don't have rush hour there. It's like traffic jam all the time. Jamie and I were on a bus at 4 a.m. in the morning in New Jersey on I-95, and we were stuck in traffic. Okay, That sentence, I think, was good practice for prepositions if you want to listen to it again. I use a lot of prepositions there. Open man. Hey, I remember you. You're back. You were a channel member before. And you're back. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, so if you uh, become a member, we do have a Discord server that we chat on uh, daily talking about our weather that we're having, the books that we're reading, sometimes just questions from members for future lessons. So thank you, open man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Almost done here. Almost done. He's back. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, that happens, open man. Um, I, I am channel members on other channels. Sometimes... You know, I'm there for a month. I go away. I come back. You know, there have been some channel members, though, who have been around since the beginning for over a year and a half. And I thank you. And I thank you, open man. It's It happens. It happens. Life happens. Look at this. We got crippling, crippling again, a crippling Monday storm. There could be some isolated totals up to six, inch, 6 inches especially in the higher elevations of the Appalachian Mountains. This is a tough sentence. Isolated it means like small parts. Um some parts, small parts of the country might see 6 inches, but generally generally right up there generally it'd be two to four inches of snow but in some little small parts some isolated parts might get up to six inches higher elevations An elevation is how high something is so a mountain would have a really high elevation think of elevator if you know that word going up higher elevations That would be up in the mountains. And look at this, meteorologists. Those are people who try to predict the weather. Meteorologists want to stress, however, that there is high uncertainty in these forecast snow totals at this time. And these snowfall ranges may change in the next 24 to 36 hours very tough reading if you are not struggling at all with this english you are very good this is hard stuff this is meant for native english speakers and i would say really good native english speakers this is not for children there is the potential that the snow system produces higher snow totals in a narrow band somewhere between virginia and massachusetts and the proximity to the i-95 corridor will determine the level of impact oh my goodness let's take a couple um let's take a couple of these let's see proximity let's just talk about that right now and you'll often hear close proximity it just means next to or near i could say I could say this. Let's do some shadowing practice. The school is in close proximity to my house. The school is in close proximity to my house. That's just another way, an advanced way to say, I live close to the school. I live in close proximity to the school. The school is in close proximity. my house have we already read coffee okay oh i-95 corridor a corridor does anybody know what that is a corridor that's how you pronounce that word corridor corridor it's actually what no way shakam you said the article is a piece of cake it's very easy that's good. That's good. Um Audi is wondering what's the longest highway in my state? It's I-95. Yeah. Um I live about 2 miles from I-95. Maybe 1 mile. Not too far. Maybe 3 kilometers or so from the highway, I-95. And it's the longest road in my state it's the longest highway in my state and you what i'm not sure it's a real brick outside right now i don't know that might be that might be british english yeah because we wouldn't use that it's a real brick outside mm, i don't know so bricks um like if you think of a house with a chimney A brick makes up that chimney. Lots of little bricks make up that chimney, but I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh, good question, Hansa. Do we use Celsius in the United States or is it only Fahrenheit? Yeah, only Fahrenheit in the United States. If you ever watch Bob the Canadian, he says in Canada they will use both celsius and fahrenheit but i promise you most americans do not know how to use celsius i barely know how to use celsius i know zero is freezing i know a hundred is boiling and i know like 35 is really hot for weather so (laughs) yeah Manuel says, instead of the world sh- being your oyster, if the world is your oyster, it means you can do anything, right? You can, you, there's, you have um, potential to do anything to use one of our words we learned today. Uh, it should be changed to the weather forecast. You decide your oyster. Yeah, exactly. The, the, and I think they're getting worse. It seems like when I was a kid, the weather predictions were pretty true. They were pretty accurate. And now it's getting worse. If they say it's going to rain, it's probably going to be a sunny day. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Passage. Um, sometimes we call reading in English a passage. If you're taking a reading test, you might have to read the passage before you answer the questions and i know my students hate it whenever i say passage passage yeah same with pounds brian is correct we don't know kilograms we don't know the kg no it's too bad americans we have to be different and we don't care if the Whole world is using the opposite of what we use. I don't get it. I wish we used kilograms and kilometers, liters. We might know liters a little bit, but because of our gas, it's no, our gas is in gallons. Um, Soda sometimes comes in a liter or a two liter bottle, but come on, Americans, get with it. Get with it. All right. Last. Do we read this already? Maybe not. While the last paragraph here. While there was right here. While there was low confidence in forecast snow totals as of Wednesday morning, there was higher confidence in the timing of the snow. So what that sentence is saying is at least they admit We don't know how much snow you're going to get. We just know when it's going to start. That's what that is saying. Confidence. Confidence. Confidence means you are sure of something. You are certain. Okay? I am confident. If I look out the window, it's snowing right now. And guess what? Can I move it a little bit? Let me get this bigger. I think I can show you that. uh i in the basement. You really can't see, but there, there's some white there. But that's, uh, that's my deck. That wood part, I'm underneath my deck. But I can assure you it is all white out there. I'm certain it's snowing. I'm confident that it is snowing. I have confidence that it would. I think I messed up on that. I have confidence that wood will be able to do some work. That's that's I type. That's a typo right there. What the heck happened? See if I can fix that. This one hopefully will be right. I am confident that it will snow tomorrow. Okay, let me fix that one. I think it's a Come My teacher, go, native English teacher. You should. You shouldn't have. I think this is better. I have confidence that we will be able to do the work. You are sure of it. You know you can get that work done. I have confidence. I am confident. So confidence is a noun. I have confidence. I am confident. Confident. That means uh uh you have something i am confident i'm adjective you can describe i am confident that it will snow tomorrow i have confidence hope that makes sense hope that makes sense any last minute yeah constantine the people who write these articles they love using those buzzwords and buzzwords in english it just means words that are used a lot words that are going to grab your attention yeah the authors of these articles love using those buzzwords yeah all right y'all i hope everybody hope everybody had uh oh really they've used leaders and oz oz hmm i've never seen that show never seen that show i do want to thank you all I do want to thank you all for joining here, and I hope your English got just a little bit better because of this lesson. See you later. Adios.